Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome in to another edition of MCM Radio. I am Jimmy Morris at jmorrismcm, mcmmiracles.com at titansmcm. Today is Thursday, November 3rd. Titans were on the practice field yesterday. Ryan Tannehill was listed as a limited participant in that practice. That puts him ahead of where he was last week at this time. He did not practice on Wednesday, then went limited on Thursday, and then did not practice on Friday. I don't know that there's any more or less indication of what his status is for Sunday, but we'll just have to keep an eye on it as the week goes along. Um, some other things, I mean, Henry didn't practice with a foot was the reason that was listed. I wouldn't really um, be concerned about that. I think that was more a product of the fact that he had so many carries on Sunday, just giving him a little bit of maintenance time. They've done that in the past. Jeffrey Simmons didn't practice with his ankle. Um, but that, you know, again, he played last week after having hurt the, the, the ankle the week before. So no real cause for concern there. So nothing, you know, just crazy out of the ordinary, uh, Amani Hooker, I will say he did not practice. Vrabel said in his press conference before practice that Amani Hooker would not practice instead of saying, um, you know, y'all need to wait until the injury report comes out. So that to me would lead it, that leads me to believe that, Hooker is a long shot to play, which stinks because they're probably getting Elijah Molden back this week. Uh, they still have an empty roster spot. They opened his window to return to practice. Um, it would be really awesome for them to have the secondary at full strength in this game against you know the best or I guess the maybe the second best offense that they faced to date uh, behind the Buffalo Bills. It's probably you know debatable which one of those is one, which one of those is two, but definitely the best offense they've faced since they faced the Bills. Um, and so, like I said yesterday, the defense has been really good, but um, they haven't really been tested over the last couple of weeks. So we'll just have to see uh, what comes of this, and hopefully uh, Hooker is back in short order. But like I said, I would be surprised if he does play on Sunday night. The big issue yesterday that came up, um, it's funny how these things just pop up randomly. Um, th- there was an article at The Athletic written about Jeffrey Simmons 
where he talked a little bit about the, we'll call them contract conversations. I wouldn't call them negotiations, but conversations that the Titans have had with Simmons. And basically, you know, they said that they want to pay him, but they couldn't pay him at the time. Um, and so, you know, there's been a <laughs> people get people get all fired up about these these types of things. Um, Simmons came out basically la- later, basically and said, "Look, I love being here. I want to be here. I'm not worried about the contract stuff. All that stuff will work itself out." Uh, look, that, there is a I understand the uh, trepidation. I guess is a good word after what happened with AJ Brown, right? We all thought that AJ Brown was going to be here long term. AJ Brown last, I mean, it was November, December. I mean, it was late in the year. He came out and talked about how grateful he was for Mike Frabel, how much he loved the organization, how supportive of him they had been. And then all of a sudden he was forcing his way out of town. Um, the Titans did not want to pay him as the highest risk, paid receiver in the league. I mean, we're kind of rehashing all this. Everybody knows all this, um, you, you know, and so they, they came to the determination that there was not a resolution that could be worked out here. So they sent him to Philadelphia where he wanted to go. Um, you, you know, so there, there's fear based on how all that went down, that something similar could happen with Jeffrey Simmons. I don't think that that is going to be the case. I think they're going to sign Jeffrey Simmons long-term. I think the reference to, they weren't sure what they could do right now. Now, we don't have a time frame when that conversation happened. I would imagine that conversation conversation happened during the offseason when they didn't have any cap room. All right. Um, Simmons is on the final deal, final year of his of his rookie deal uh, this year. They've picked up his fifth year option. So they have him under contract through next season. They also would have the opportunity to franchise him after that season. So if they want to, you know, force force it to go down like that, then he, he is here for two more years at least. Okay. Um, and that, you know, again, they had these options with AJ Brown. I mean, they didn't have the fifth year option with him because he was a second round pick, but they could have forced him to play on this contract this year. They could have franchised him next year. I mean, all those things they could have done. They chose not to, you know, right or wrong, whatever that, that doesn't really matter at this point. Um, I think it's going to be different with Simmons. I think that Simmons is going to be here. I think they're going to pay him. I think the Titans have a couple of issues. One is the salary cap right now, right? They, they We saw this week as the trade that deadline was approaching that they basically have no salary cap room, all right? Now, you'll say, well, the salary cap is imaginary, and I, I do agree with that to a certain extent. However, the, the best way to make the salary cap imaginary is to have a bunch of cash on hand to be able to pay signing bonuses so that you can spread money out throughout the course of a contract, right? That's what we see the Rams do. The Rams give these huge bonuses, um, and then, you know, the, the back end of those deals, it's, it, I mean, all that money is spread across. They give a bunch of cash up front, so it helps them with the cap in the immediate, um, in the immediate area, right? The Titans are not in a situation to do that. Amy Adams Strunk doesn't have that type of cash. She also is putting up a bunch of money for this new stadium that's coming up. So there is probably, I mean, you know, if you saw her cash flow, most of us would probably laugh at at saying that there's a cash flow issue there because I'm sure that she has plenty of money. But when you talk about money for football, that stuff, she had to buy a third of the team back from her sister. Um, You know, they they sold their share. Uh, So anyway, 
th there's been a lot of stuff that, that's gone on there that has you know tied up cash right in in the short term and again like not you know the the cronky uh, or whoever it's not cronky that owns the rams whoever owns the rams has a bunch of money right it is it has whatever they have all this cash whatever amy Armstrong is not in that same situation so, I mean, it just kind of is what it is. But anyway, all that to say, there are a lot of things they can do with cap room after this year. You've got Lawan who's going to be cut. Um, you've got Ryan Tannehill, who you're going to do something with his contract. I mean, there, there's, a few, there, there's a few things that they can do here to create more cap space for next year. Um, there's revenue streams that will come in, especially with the new stadium all that kind of stuff. Now that is a little bit down the road, so they would have to, they're going to have to get Simmons a contract before they get before they get to that point. But they're they're all that to say they're going to get him done. He is a guy that is really crucial to what they want to do, especially on defense. He's a guy that you know just I mean you saw him on Sunday. He's a one man wrecking crew, like and he was hurt. <laughs> And so, you know, you, we've seen how good he can be, how good he can be when he's healthy and how good he can be when he has decent players around him so that teams can't focus all of their efforts on him. They have that right now. Um, you know, they have Landry locked up. Dupree's got a couple more years. We'll have to see what they end up doing with his contract. Um, Danico Audrey, I mean, they've got these guys. They've got these pieces in place for that to be a really good unit for the next two or three years. They're going to get his deal done. If they don't, that's a problem, right? Then we get back into the Titans. Titans are cheap and all that stuff. And like, there's been a lot of that <laughs> this week after they didn't make a trade at the deadline, which I think is dumb because Amy Adams Strunk. I said this the other day. She has spent a ton of money since she took over. You know, there was a, when when she took over, um, there was this concern that uh, she's an absentee owner. She doesn't really live here. She doesn't really care. She had. If you are paying attention, and and not everybody does, especially on Facebook. But if you are paying attention, you know that she has poured her her heart, soul, and money into this franchise. Okay, so she is not cheap. She is not looking to cut corners. She is going to do everything she can to make this team successful. They're going to re-sign Jeffrey Simmons. I will believe that until he signs somewhere else. So people that are freaking out about that, I would just caution you: don't don't do it. Don't worry about it. It's going to play out. Simmons wants to be here. Um, I, I don't see it as a deal because again, with AJ Brown, like he. He and Jalen Hurts are best friends, all this stuff. Like, all that was just kind of a different circumstance than what we have with Simmons. So, you know, like I said, there was a big, you know, whatever, brouhaha on, on Twitter yesterday about it, on Facebook, whatever. Simmons is going to be here. No need to worry about that. They're they're going to find a, a way to get the deal done. I would imagine it happens this offseason um, so that they kind of roll in that, that fifth-year deal, franchise tag off the table, all that stuff. They can, they can get all that done. That would be in my mind what happens because they got some other stuff they can do with current guys Zach Cunningham. I mean, there, there's a bunch of different guys that I've listed that they can they can do stuff with their contracts to create cap room, all that kind of stuff. So anyway, all that to say, don't be concerned about it. Jefferson is going to be a Titan long term. I would, uh, you know, if, if, if there were betting markets for that, I'd be willing to bet pretty, pretty good money that he'll be here. All right. So today we will get a Thursday, obviously, practice report from the Titans. We'll see what Ryan Tannehill does. That's what we'll be watching. That's what we will talk about tomorrow, assuming that there's not some other crazy news thing that pops up between now and then. If there is, MuseumMiracles.com will be your place to find it. So check that out um, for all the news and just stuff that happens during the day. And then we'll talk again tomorrow morning. 
Subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just search out Music City Miracles at your favorite podcast platform, and you'll find us there again at J. Morris MCM at Titans MCM. Thanks so much for listening. We will talk to you again tomorrow.